You are now listening to The Open Canvas. This is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a very special guest. I saw him like wilding out at this opening ceremony party with Sampha. Sampha was DJing and like there was this dance circle. <laughs> He's like, like there's this dance circle and then I just see this dude just sort of like turn up and you know opening ceremony so some people are acting too cool but this guy was like free to be himself you know and that was something I respected so Fast forward, we saw each other at this Afropunk recently and just had our first real conversation and just have nothing but good things to say about him. I'll allow you to introduce yourself, man. Hello, y'all. <laughs> cool, thanks for having me. This is sick. It's so, it's, I sound mad formal, but we're just chilling. Yeah, man. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> um, I'm Nathan Bahar, and I'm a photographer and singer and producer based in Brooklyn. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah, so so do you remember that, well, both of those days, the opening ceremony party and Afropunk? Hell yeah. Dude, <laughs> I just, it was cool when the one guy started the dance circle because it felt really dead and Sam was playing really cool music. Yeah. Cause, you know, I was also working the event, but like, it was just, it just felt kind of uptight. So I just yeah. wanted to do some, show some moves, you Yeah, know? so bring some reality to, this, to the room. You um, know? It was awesome. I got to meet Sampha and I got to photograph Sampha, who's one of my heroes. I think he's one of the best songwriters right now. He had promised that, so because I was going to shoot Afropunk the next day and he was performing and he promised that he would sign one of my instruments. That's crazy. Afropunk, I met you. Yeah, was so sick. I was like, oh, what the <laughs> energy was cool. It just so happens that we were watching Thunder, me and my girl were watching Thundercat. And we saw you pull up from the front. I was like, oh, she was good. <laughs> from backstage. And then, you're, and then you're kind of like, you're kind of like motion, like, what are you doing out there? Yo, come here. It's like, oh, hi, <laughs> Yeah, man. And then I got to go backstage. Thanks again. That was so sick. And I got my instrument signed by everyone. No doubt, bro. No Robert, doubt. Oh, Robert Glasper. And like, <laughs> yeah, who else did you get signed? I got Robert Glasper. I got Thundercat. I got King. Like every member of King. I got Sampha. I got Georgia Smith. I got Liana Havas. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, but yeah. I know I love her music and I love it. She's um, amazing. Star Child, who's one who's also um, Beyonce, uh, Solange's guitarist. Yeah, yeah. In her band. So sick. That band is like the flyest band I've ever seen. They're so dope, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And her performance, man, was just like next level. Like one of the best performances I've ever seen. Agreed. Agreed. I think she just found a way to sort of capture the energy. Right. Uh, and the, the feeling of what people were feeling, you know, with everything that's happening in the world and right. like Charlottesville. And for her to perform at Afropunk meant something. It was necessary. Right. So that was definitely like important to see. Yeah, sure. definitely unapologetic. It was so sick. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so for those who don't know, could you explain a little bit about what you do? Oh, okay. So <laughs> I'm a photographer, just all around maker of things. Mm-hmm. I'm a photographer. That's my job, but I also do it for fun. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a job per se. Yeah. Um, but when I'm not thinking or making photographs, or if I'm not thinking about them, I'm making music. Nice. nice and man. singing. Yeah. Yeah, and one of the things that that I noticed when we sort of connected at Afropunk was just like your humility, because it wasn't coming from a place like, oh, I work for this publication or that publication. You were connecting like as a human being and like you showed me respect, like you didn't care who I was. You're just like, yo, this is a genuine person. Like I'm going to connect with them. So I really respect that, man. Definitely. Hell yeah. This is so corny, but like you should just try to be nice to everybody. Yeah. I mean, there's some cases where it's really hard because some people just make it really hard to be nice to, to you, but mm. I think it's just really important to treat everyone. Like, yeah, man. With some of the work that you do, like you're, you're photographing events and you know, you're, you're basically, you know, 
capturing moments with people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that uh, a lot of people, you know, say, yeah, I'm an event photographer. I, I do portraits of people. But right. capturing uh, an energy from a person is another level. So right. that's something that I see in your work is that you're very good and skilled at capturing a feeling and emotion um, from your, your subjects and from right. the people you, you um, portray. So, so how is that for you? I mean, thank you, by the way. That's sick. I never <laughs> Part of it is just interacting with people every every single day and kind of learning, I guess, learning more social cues. Because, you know, you kind of learn every day what people are like because you're interacting with different people every day. And mm. you, you meet someone new every day, more or less. Mm-hmm. But also, like, also like with the photography side, by make, like, making people feel comfortable, that's all just learned. Like, mm. like, I used to work for this photographer named... Where I still work for him sometimes. Wayne Lawrence, I assist him here and there. He's really, really good at talking to subjects and making getting what he getting what he wants, but what he what he wants from his subjects is like what the subjects can give. Whereas like mm. so he's able to get like who someone is in his portraits and it's really cool, it's really beautiful work. And it's also just working with a bunch of different people, just learning how to interact with people with their subjects. Yeah. And kinda incorporating my own version of how they would interact with people. Yeah. And that's like a delicate relationship you have with your, your the people you work with because right. you know, like you said, it's like bring something out of them that's already there. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily making them act in a, in a manner that they're not right. That's not them. But like doing it in a way where they feel comfortable is it's, it's not easy. Right. You know, so that's something that you do, man. And also, like, I like to think that I'm a genuinely approachable person. Like, I don't look funny or... Yeah. I don't look funny or I don't, like, I hope I don't give off, like, the don't talk to me type mm. energy. I'm not sure like, ask myself right now. <laughs> but I have, like, a natural... I have, like, a natural smile. Do you have a, a certain, like, type of photography that you, you enjoy doing personally? Um, I like to do it all, really. I like to mix landscape, portrait, and still life. It's just cause how, how I learned. But I get hired... For when I'm working, I get hired to do a lot of portraiture. Who are some of the, um... I guess the publications that you work with. Um, I shoot for the Fader. I shoot for the New York Times. New York Times is really awesome. Shout outs to can I make shout outs? Absolutely. Oh, sick. Shout outs to Eve Lyons, <laughs> Alana Sally, uh, Jolie Rubin, Laura O'Neill. Like pretty much everyone at New York Times that's been really helping me out and really trusting me with mm. taking pictures. Yeah. Um, but I also shoot for Vice. Shout out to Elizabeth Frenchstrom, who's editor. Oh, and for the Fader, shout outs to Emily Keegan. She's awesome. Nice. And it's cool because they're like my three, like, before I started shooting, I was like, oh man, these are like the people I want to shoot for. Mm. I like the work and that's in their publications and I think I could do a good job shooting for them. Yeah, man. Yeah, and, and it comes across, you know, it's something that you could tell, like, you know when it's your photography, even if you don't read the credits, it's like, okay, we know this is your work. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the goal. Sometimes it doesn't, you know, like, it's hard because like, so, like, to be honest, like, sometimes... On Instagram, I'll post, only really post my favorite assignments. Mm. You know, I'll have like some assignments where the photos don't come out so great. You know, you kind of shoot your shot and you don't make, like it's you can't make good pictures every day mm. or all the time. And I kind of, I'm starting to like I really accept that. Yeah. And you know, you kind of just shoot the best you can and mm. you know, what you get is what you work with. Yeah, I, I relate that to, to my life in like basketball, like oh, shooting yeah. jump shots. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you can get really good. You can train every day and, like, hit most of your shots, but you're not going to hit all of them. Yeah, you were know? you a hooper in, like, school? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, guard type. Yeah, definitely over. a guard, like a shooting guard, for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so, but that, that's a, a great um, 
skill that you have in terms of like having a distinct style mm-hmm. and yeah man I'm, I'm just very interested to see how far you can take it because it just seems like it's your work is getting recognized more and more by the right people yeah yeah know? yeah no seriously i'm really excited yeah man yeah so where are you from i'm from new jersey, new jersey. my family was uh, from the philippines and they immigrated here and i was born christian nice man where, where in jersey i was born in jersey city and i lived there till i was 11 mm-hmm. and then we moved to East Brunswick nice, where, nice. I went, where I did most of high school so it was, crazy. It was it was really bummed out because like Jersey City is a city and then East Brunswick is kind of the suburbs yeah and I kind of thought there was nothing going on in the <laughs> suburbs but then I realized because there's like nothing to do in the suburbs you kind of pick up other things so I picked up skateboarding and I picked up playing guitar and I picked up photography so it was like if I never moved up maybe I would have never picked any of this up mm, that's a good point man so yeah yeah so it's like you pick up different things you wouldn't really even expect yeah, yeah you know yeah, from yeah. these places and it becomes a part of you so I fully understand that for sure yeah for sure man so where do you live now are you still in Jersey no I live in Brooklyn in Brooklyn I live in off the J train okay nice Malcolm X and Lafayette yeah man yeah so when did you move to the city I moved to Brooklyn three years ago okay like so I graduated 2013 and then I lived in my aunt's house in Bayonne which is like the next town over from Jersey City right across the river yeah so, <laughs> so I moved there in 20 right after school and I stayed there for a year hoping to kind of save money and like mm-hmm. move to Brooklyn but you know what I ended up because I wasn't really paying rent yeah. for my aunt I just like had all this cash and I always ended up buying like some dumb shit <laughs> right, um, right. and then when my, when the opportunity to Brooklyn came I took it knowing like oh shit actually I can't I don't know if I can sustain myself yeah and I did it the fir- my first two years like I'm still I'm now like in my third year I'm just now starting to really be able to sustain myself mm. <sighs> yeah I know right it's like so <laughs> fortunate knock on wood no, yeah actually. right right <laughs> it's a learning experience for me just cause you know how like you kind of look back and like oh what the hell what was, what was I doing like, yeah yeah today like four or five years ago mm. and you're like oh shit like sick I'm so happy about honestly I'm really like I get really emotional and really like mm. emo about it because like I would never expect I mean, granted, it's like nothing so big, but it's a big deal to me. It's like yeah. I never expect any, expect things to be like this right now. Yeah, yeah, man. Were you initially doing photography in the way that you are before you moved to the city, or was that something that brought you to the city? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I was shooting less for work. I was mm-hmm. shooting more for myself. I mean, I still do that now. I still shoot for myself a lot. But it took me some time to kind of refine how I see things and like learn how to see things my way and not someone else's. Because when you're just fresh out of school, you kind of just have the idea of like, oh, I know this person's work, I know this person's work, and I want to try to make my pictures look like that. Mm-hmm. So it kind of took me a while to learn how to make things my own and see things my own way. Yeah. But I think I'm getting close. I think <laughs> I'm there. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to evolve and... Yeah. You know, do all that stuff. Was there like an experience in your life that said, yo, I, I love the form of photography? Did something like lead you to become a photographer? Or? I was kind of like one of those kids in high school that wasn't really so great academically. Uh-huh. So the only classes I really enjoyed were like the making stuff classes, like yeah, yeah. photography classes and music production classes. Mm-hmm. That was those were the only classes I kind of really strived in because it didn't feel like work to me. Right. So yeah. they let me and all my dude, my teachers were so awesome. Let me play <laughs> with whatever. Let do me do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, I didn't pass those classes, but I, they were still like, oh yeah, whatever. Do what you want. <laughs> nice man. So you just sort of like learned, like you just picked it up almost. It's like yeah, um, for the most part. Yeah. And then I just went to went, for, went to school for my first year of school. Actually, I was. This is so funny, but 
my first year of school, I was a nursing student. Oh, snap. Okay. But <laughs> I took all design classes. How did uh, that work? <laughs> well, because you can pick your classes and, like, your parents can't really see your login. True, true, true. So it's just like, <laughs> okay, I'll pick these classes. They won't have to see my schedule. <laughs> and then I decided I want to transfer to another university mm. to pursue the art school thing. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So now that you're picking up photography, like at this age, and you're like really serious about it, like mm -hmm. wanting to get better and finding your own style, what was the next step for you? Like, was it, you know, just sort of refining it in school, or, or did you take it out to outside the classroom? You know what? I think school taught me about things I didn't like, which is, mm. it helped me like learn about things that I didn't like and helped me talk about why I don't like these things and helped me add things or refine things to be satisfied with it hmm. and also like one of my professors her name's stacy morrison she was really helpful because at the time i've never made like a cohesive body of work before school actually taught me how to make something cohesive how to make a body of work cohesive and put things together whether it's visually or conceptually i really really appreciate some there's some parts of me that wish i, I could have just learned it on my own yeah but the stuff that I know now, I can't learn anywhere else. Right, right, man. It's, it's crazy. I, I, I had the same experience with school. It's like, I, I went to school for business and mm -hmm. like I learned all of like the, the accounting, the, you know, financial, the like business organization planning, but right. I didn't really learn, learn those still until like I left the classroom and I was like doing things on my own, right, like right, figuring right. out, messing up, succeeding, like finding out things on my own and like learning as I went. Right. It's like, okay, now I actually know these things, you know? Right. It's crazy. Yeah. And you kind of know why. It's yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, granted, I also, like, you know, I feel like with school, it should be 50% like learning and then 100% working on your own. Facts. Because years from now, school is not going to be there anymore. Mm. Like, you're going to be long gone out of school, but wait, it's what you take with you. Yeah. You know, you don't want to give, I mean, give all your all in school, but make sure, like, you're giving the extra present to yourself when you're making your own personal work absolutely because homework is just homework yeah yeah man and it's really homework can almost just be memorizing how to do it right versus actually knowing how to do it right yeah yeah and once you know how to do things you can really be you know you can make something really beautiful with what you learn yeah man so i there's a lot of young listeners like mm -hmm. young people who like are photographers even as well and they're like figure out okay like how do i end up working for a big publication or how do i get noticed by these people oh, like i try to tell people like there's not one way to do things mm -hmm. but for you like what was your way to, to do that uh so my way it was part of it is i sent cold emails <laughs> so i'll go on there on the magazine or website or blog's website and find their email and just send them an email kind of hope for the best mm -hmm. but actually a lot of it has to do with i used to work at a studio in chelsea called my own color lab mm. it's like a dark room and print studio and a lot of photographers go there to make to print their works in dark room or make prints with the owner and i learned a lot more there too like i learned how to color print how to make really just actually learn color printing and color photography and learning how to print in the dark room helped me really refine my style and and i, I don't like the word style but my aesthetic i guess yeah, or like absolutely but I also met a lot of a lot of photographers there and showing them my work and then learning about their work and hearing their their like own takes on my work and their own work. And also like uh, there's also a bunch of like editors that come out there to mm. like get prints made. So I met a couple people there, and then from there I just kind of like 
I don't know, just seeing people make work and work a lot kind of inspired me to like do that too. It's like, okay, I'm gonna, if they can do it, I can do it too. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, so cold emails and literally just being nice and meeting, you know, everyone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's something that, that I noticed too, like not also with yourself, but others as well who are successful in their fields or at least like doing good work in their fields is that they're very good at meeting people. Not right. necessarily, you know, being on the scene and just being right, 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 like, right. oh, look at me, I'm here, I'm there. But like genuinely connecting people at these places. Right. You know, because I, I think that's something like we said before, but like, you know, we we connected at Afropunk. Like right. me, you, and your girlfriend was there as well. Yeah. And just being able to, you know, everyone just be on a vibe and enjoy themselves is really good. Right. Um, so I noticed that when I go to events is like, you know, I'm, I'm there not just to be around and like, be okay, maybe somebody will see me here or there. No, right, like, right, right. that's so trivial, you know, being being at places and really connecting with people is what's important. Right, because then you waste your time if you're just out there just to be out there. Yeah. Yeah, you're seeing it and facing it, but you're not getting the full experience by keeping to yourself and yeah. kind of trying to flex or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And, and it also... Another benefit of that is that you're able to like create more opportunities for yourself because you're you're open to like positive energy coming into your life and you're open to people like saying, you know what, like let's work here, let's work there. And it's not forced. You're not like, oh, I'm going to be here and I'll, I'll, I'll force this person to work with me. Or, right. You know, I'll, I'll force them to like see my work. No, right. like you're just like, no, like who are you as a person? Mm-hmm. Like, like how can we connect and just be positive that way? You know, right. so that's also a benefit of like going to events with the right intentions <laughs> right no dude because there's so many like this is so like like art events and like all this all that kind of stuff it's so fashion events yeah. it's like so many people are just there just to be there just to make just to be seen and like get a fit off yeah yeah get a fit off and just say like, <laughs> like all right bet i'm out here and kind of like meet some people you know hopefully they can help me boost my you know mm. shit like that which mm. i don't really fuck with and it kind of makes me I don't go out to like stuff like that mm. as much just because I get really weirded out. Like, how do I like I get? Yeah, and it, it almost can you know, sometimes get like for some people it get lonely because you're like, wow, I'm here yeah, to, I'm here to be real and no one's real. I can't right, with right, people. right. <laughs> it's like, oh man, like. Cause you want to have a conversation, but you don't want to look dumb. Yeah, you don't want to seem. Yeah, you don't want to seem like you're you're naive or don't know what's up. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. Sometimes people won't approach because they'll be like, oh, I don't want to seem like weak or less than because I'm asking this guy or this girl like, yo, you know, what's up? You know, right. like. And, but that's yeah. the thing too. It's like, um, what's that saying? It's like, you know, when, when two people or you're in a crowded room or something, like, the other person's waiting for. Like one person's waiting for the other, other person, person to start the conversation. Right. You know, it's like one person's waiting for the other person to like introduce themselves. Right. So, oh, so yeah. it's like if you can break the ice and just like introduce yourself, you know, it, it can lead to things that wouldn't happen otherwise. You right. Know? Dude, hell yeah. Cause like, you know, I, I always, you know, like I always try to somehow break the ice. Mm-hmm. It's like awkward the first like two minutes, but then like, <laughs> normally I can find my way out of that hole. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fine people respect you for that too because it's like man like, and then once you're actually able to break that you're like man man I was I was actually nervous I didn't know if I was going to say anything but right. once you do it's like okay it's cool you know we can connect we can vibe and you know it, it leads to things happening you right. know at least things happening because um, you know it's being in New York our time is valuable Mm-hmm. You know, the time we spend with people is valuable. So why go to an event just to, like, be cold, you know? Right. Like, Dude, exactly. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Yeah, so what do you, um, uh, like, want to take your work 
you know, in the future? Like, where do you want to see yourself go? See myself go? Low-key, yo. Like, I've been actually... I'm working on a on a tape right now. Uh, is this, like, exclusive? Like, is this... <laughs> no, it's not at all. So, like, I see myself, like, still making photos, mm. but more involved in music as well. Because, like, I guess music is, like, my one... Mm. If I can think of something that I love more than photography, it's probably music. Because it's yeah. a different... To, talk, to, to me, photography is... Music is more... To me, music is more accessible than photography. Because... Mm. But photos, it's cool because you can you can look at a photo and you can interpret it many different ways and you can mm-hmm. see things and feel things. But there's just a different feeling that you get when you hear a song that you can kind of be like, ah, pet. Yeah, it puts you in a, in a certain state, yeah. So in a sense, music is a little bit more accessible in that way. Nice. Because you can put like a random, you can put like a no, someone that's not educated about photography and you can put them into a gallery and they feel like, oh, okay, like, mm. they'll feel something, but put that same person in a room and play music for them. It's like, they can either be like, oh, ew, I don't like this, or like, oh my God, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. That's true, that's true, man. So what type of music do you do? Um, it's R&B based. I wish I have some music. Hey. Um, <laughs> it's R&B based. Um, a lot of guitars and keyboards and harmonies and stuff. Nice, nice, man. Yeah. And is music something you've also been doing as long as you've been doing photography or before? I've been doing music longer than photography. Oh, okay. It was just that I kind of get like a, this is so weird. I get like a weird case of imposter syndrome when I get mm. around other musicians. Because mm. these are just so, ta- everyone's just so talented. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, ju- I, you know, like, and I guess that kind of hindered me from making my own music. Mm. Like, oh, so I've been making my own music for the last year and a half now okay cool, cool. Um, but I've always just been messing around actually my roommate put me on to making beats so I started started making beats three years ago and then I kind of just learned everything that he could teach me and then went on from there and nice man it's addicting yeah yeah so so for those who are listening could you tell us like how they can find your music oh man well I I have a SoundCloud but I won't plug that here okay all right. but I have a tape coming out soon i'm working on it i just came back from toronto like making music also nice some homies um shout outs yeah, shout them out. <laughs> to, to julian posadas and christina alcordo mm-hmm. alcordo's awesome you should check her out she's sick For sure. um uh but you can probably find music i mean i post a lot of stuff on instagram just for fun just yeah. like some like stuff that i've been working on but if you just search nate b on Google, it'll come up on some. You'll see a SoundCloud link, and that's me. Dope, dope. Okay. Um, man. Yeah. Nice, nice, man. Well, that's something that you know I respect too, because you know it's like you know you're noticed for your photography, mm-hmm. but like you also have other passions. Right. So being able to explore that and develop is really important because then you're able to be like fresh and like still get inspiration from other areas of your life. Right. No, no, no heck yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. That's like. That's really important that I can somehow inform my photography or my music. Mm. I want it to both kind of inform mm. each other. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's dope, man. That's dope. So, do you see yourself living in New York for a while or do you want to move? Yeah. In? You know what? I like probably in New York for a little bit. Yeah. Honestly, like, if I were to move anywhere, it'd probably be Toronto or LA, maybe. Okay. Chicago's pretty tight just because I'm a Bulls fan, so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um,. Yeah, New York probably for a while. So, so you just got back from Toronto. Yeah. So, what were you doing out there? I was ma- working on music. Nice, nice. Um, and just hanging out. Yeah, yeah, man. What's it about Toronto you like? It's sick. It's just the energy is really cool and everyone's really nice. Mm. Um, 
it's just not as congested as New York. Mm. You know what? I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's really, I like the culture, I like the food. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I was born in Buffalo, so it's not too far. Oh, from Toronto, sick! So. We stopped there. Really? Yeah. For border, they had to take a, cause I took a bus. Yeah. I had to take all my shit out the bus, <laughs> and like go through borders, and I had like, like, four bags with me. I my guitar, my duffel bag, my backpack, <laughs> like my other equipment bag. Yo. Holy crap! I, I was just like. That's real. That's real, man. And I almost bought three with me too. I was like, ah. Eh, <laughs> yeah, man. So, so I fully understand what you, what you're saying about Toronto, like. I feel like that city in terms of like the people as well, it's just like, you know, it's like they, they're, they're coming with a whole new en- energy and like, um, just like their creativity as well. It's right. like amazing. Yeah. I think just that- Cool scene. That like scene it. and like just the, just even the location of it being like so further up north, mm-hmm. like breeds a different type of creative energy. Right. You know, shout out to everyone out there. Though, Hell yeah, sure. shout out. Woo! <laughs> I also fuck with Tor- Toronto right now because it gets colder faster. Yeah. So I was out there, I was rocking my sweaters and <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how to dress for the heat. Right, right, right. You can never really dress for the heat, you know? Definitely, definitely, man. So, yeah, shout out to Toronto, all my, my friends and family there for sure, you know? And um, do you travel at all for your work? I mean, I haven't. I travel with other photographers when I work for them, mm-hmm. but I haven't really traveled anywhere for my own stuff. Mm. I've done, like, the farthest... I've done, like, upstate yeah, for the yeah. most part. Yeah, yeah. But that's about it. But I'd like to. That'd be so sick. I'm going to California nice. in a couple weeks to shoot some stuff out there. So my first dope. travel assignment. Really? Where in Cali? LA. Nice, mm-hmm. nice, dope. But it's mostly for myself. I'm doing like um just meeting up with these musicians out there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Nice man. So um is there anywhere like outside of the country you would like, yo, if I could go here and just do oh, some man. photography, where would you go? Like, okay. Name so a couple places. I've been trying to go back to the Philippines. Mm. I, I'm doing a project right now about my family. Well, I always shoot my family. So I'm trying to go back to the Philippines again and make more photos out there. Because I went once. So I've been there, but I didn't. Well, I wasn't old enough to really take in, like, oh, shoot. But now right. I went back and I had my camera. I was like, okay, bet. I'm going to make some photos. But I want to go back now because mm. I just want to shoot more and see how else I react to things. Because, you know, every time you go back, you're a different person. Facts. Um, but Japan, mm. definitely. Where in Japan? Anywhere. <laughs> I just want to be out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Johannesburg. Probably yeah, sounds sick. Barcelona. Mm. Oh man, Barcelona sick. South Korea maybe. Yeah, yeah man. I think that's like the the dope part about it is like when you do th- those when you do travel to those places, you'll be learning different aspects of your photography and like exploring different parts of your photography. You know, right. like you probably come back with some new styles and things that you didn't have otherwise. You know, right? Yeah, man. hell yeah. That's gonna be dope. It's like after seeing. Yeah. It's so expensive. I know. I know. Yeah, man. Looking at what you're doing and where you're taking things, I'm really encouraged and inspired by it. You know, I, I think that a lot of people who see your work, they they know that you know it's quality and that you actually take the time and care about your photography. Thank you. You know, and, and the attention to detail that you put into your work is also evident. So explain that. Like for you, like it's not just like a quick photo here, a quick photo there. It's like mm-hmm. you really take the time to. to take quality shots yeah i think it's also also you know you're not gonna vibe with everyone you're not gonna like mesh with everyone mm-hmm. um so i get bad portraits also i don't mm-hmm. get i had to stop being so self-deprecating maybe you know like <laughs> i'm not i don't always make a picture that i'm happy with okay yeah let's not use the word good right, right but right. i i'm i don't i make pictures that i'm happy with but i also make a lot of pictures i'm not really happy mm-hmm. with 
I think the best pictures come out when I, for me personally, when I, the, my, I make my best pictures when I feel comfortable and they feel comfortable. Mm. Um, and also just like, I, I'm really annoying where like I like to pose people a mm-hmm. certain way and mm-hmm. then I, it has to be perfect because then right. I can tell right away when you're not comfortable. Mm. But yeah, so a lot of it has to do with my surroundings and how, and how I'm feeling and I have a tendency to make things look really romantic or mm-hmm. like I try to make something look more romantic than it actually is mm-hmm. um, so that's the plays a part of it it's also I guess paying attention to color and mm-hmm. and c- context and yeah. playing around all that stuff yeah man yeah that's dope and um, I think that's something like you said it's like you, you learn as you go you yeah no exactly it, you know it's not just like something you just pick up and like oh I'm gonna photograph this way you know something you like shot after shot after shot subject after subject person after person you gain right. those skills you know right definitely it's also like also making sure that it's my own hmm. like photo like making sure that like I try not to look at too many too much photography just because same thing with music so I, I want to make sure that it's I'm not super influenced by these things or hmm. indirectly influenced by what I'm seeing or hearing not to say that I listen to my own music all the time because uh, yeah. I listen to a shit ton of music but <laughs> with photography I'm more strict on looking at things I mean I'll keep up with whatever on Instagram or whatever but for the most part I try to keep my blinders up yeah yeah man so, and you mentioned Instagram like for you as a photographer your work is you know it doesn't just live on social media it's mm-hmm. like it lives in different publications and your own personal work mm-hmm. um, like how do you see like Instagram in terms of how it's influencing younger or our peers in terms of their photography mm-hmm. do you feel like it's a it's a good thing it's a bad thing like what's your take on it you know what I actually really like Instagram a lot oh my bad I like Instagram a lot because like it just made the medium way more accessible and you know it just makes it more fun yeah. for everyone to be able to share your photos with people mm-hmm. But you know, with with like the positives, there's always like, and neg- like I guess not. I don't want to say negatives, but there's just so much photography. There's so much. It's like I I don't want to be like mm-hmm. jaded and say it's oversaturated, but there's just so much photography out there, mm-hmm. and sometimes just stuff just looks the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that's pretty subjective because my work can look like someone else's, <laughs> but I do like the idea. Like it's just crazy how many. Like, if there's a lot of it and it's cool it's accessible but sometimes I just wish there was different things cause you know some people fall into like a Instagram photographer category and then mm. everything's like so pretty and so cool looking and yeah very crisp and clear yeah it loses, sometimes it loses the, the natural aesthetic like the not even loses any. it doesn't really lose anything but it's just to me sometimes it can be just about pretty pictures mm. and sometimes you want more than just pretty pictures mm. Mm-hmm. More, more storytelling. Yeah, more storytelling. Yeah, I think that's that's a good point. It's like when I go to like a, an exhibit or something, and I see like a series of photos that tell a story. Mm-hmm. Like that speaks to me, and like I, I take something from that. Like Hell so, yeah. so like I mean, like I agree with you. Like Instagram's not really all serious, you know. Like you can post whatever you want. You yeah, know? no, dude. Exactly. <laughs> I've been taking. I've been like really careful what I post too, which is I'm kind of like annoying like that. No, it's okay. Cause some who said this? Some there was this one photographer friend that I met up with. Yeah. And they were like, "Yo, bro, you gotta be careful what you post, bro. Like, you gotta post. Cause you gotta, cause I, I guess you yeah, get it. Cause then like editors are on Instagram too, and they look at your work. Right, right, right. 
Because I used to post like family pics and like pics of me getting drunk and like, hey, <laughs> I was like, okay, let me curate this a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, being able to like curate something, but also do it in a way where you're, you're being honest to yourself. You right. know, it's not like um, just trying to be super, super clean, super perfect. You right. know, it's like still being honest, you know, through, through your work. And it, it's honest work and it's not something that you're just doing to be, be like, you know, noticed. Right. You know, being noticed is one thing, but then like communicating communicating something that connects with people is another thing. Right. You know. For sure. I do like Instagram though. I really like it a lot. It's like <laughs> the, one of the best platforms to happen. Cause then like, it's cool because they have that like album feature now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sick because you can use that <laughs> in so many ways. Definitely. Just to like convey ideas that. Yeah. Definitely, cool. man. Definitely, man. Well, I just want to say thank you again, man, for, for being on. I think that, like, a lot of people are going to benefit from hearing your story and also yeah. what you plan on doing in the future. Yeah. Um, you you definitely, you know, have set the standard for, like, being a good person. That's <laughs> you know, awesome. like, I, being like, good Honestly, person. that's, like, the best thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, like, it's, like, more important than, than being just good at what you do. Right. You know, it's, like, you know how you treat people really you know leaves the biggest impact you know so i feel like for those listening like if they grab anything from from this conversation it's like to know the importance of like how treating people can influence and actually be a a benefit to you if you're in the creative field or if you're in any type of industry right you know and and just being a person in general yeah it's like if if, if anything when you die you're not a photographer you're just a person Mm, mm. like yeah, man. Will they remember you because you took pictures, or will they, will they remember you because you were a good person? Or that's it, man. I'm just trying to leave my mark. <laughs> that's I'm it. Trying to put my hand in everything. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, you're doing it, boss. So appreciate it. Thank you for being on the open canvas, man. Thanks, bro. This has been Nate, <laughs> Nate B, and, <Gosh. laughs> and we're out. Thanks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you, man. Thanks, bro. Appreciate that. To find out more about the open canvas, hit up our website theopencanvas.com also stay tuned to our instagram at theopencanvas and for any questions or inquiries hit up my email taj t-a-j dot opencanvas at gmail.com this has been the open canvas produced by taj alexander 